It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. Oh, the 49ers can't play from behind? Well, Brock Purdy and company just pulled off one of the biggest title game comebacks of all time. Patrick Mahomes didn't have home field advantage this year, and yet he's still going to the Super Bowl, and I'm guessing Taylor Swift maybe somewhere in the vicinity of Vegas, too. I'll be there, Taylor. And regardless of how the Ravens played in the regular season, this year was a failure for Baltimore. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers are apparently sick of hearing about how they can't come back and win. First, against the Green Bay Packers, the biggest deficit ever overcome by Kyle Shanahan. And then in the NFC Championship game, a 17-point halftime deficit erased with 27 consecutive by the 49ers in one of the biggest title game comebacks in NFL history, a 34-31 to win in a thriller they are headed back to the super bowl brian peacock of locked on 49ers here joins me now and and brian this is a team that over the last few years as i mentioned they have this reputation oh well you get you play from ahead and they can't do it they did it in this one how i'm still kind of asking myself that question it's unbelievable two weeks in a row now to go through that where they kind of lay an egg in the first half and then figure some things out in the second half. And, and the biggest thing you can point to is they're a team that is uh, built with high character people that don't fold and none more so than Brock Purdy. Uh, he's got the guts of a burglar, really stole a win from the Packers last week and then uh, made many more plays in this game to go help the 49ers, you know, rattle off those 27 straight points and, and running around making some big scrambles at the end of that game yeah. and, uh, and some big throws and, and being a playmaker out there. And uh, while he doesn't have extra arm strength, he does have some extra stuff about him. And uh, guts is one. Uh, athleticism, playmaker ability is another. And the fact that they didn't fold and the fact that the defense somehow figured out how to get some stops in the second half and got a little bit of help and made uh, some huge fourth down stops, got a turnover uh, that put him in position to score again. And it was just like, boom, boom. All of a sudden, when the Niners rattled off those first 10 points after the Jameer Gibbs fumble, you felt it. You felt the momentum. The crowd was going nuts. You could feel it just watching the game. It was like, oh, this is a whole new ball game all of a sudden because it was 17 points. And just like that, it's now seven points. And that means all the 49ers have to do is get the ball back one more time. And this game can be tied. And that's exactly what they did. The The fourth down questions are going to be asked they were asked during the game they were asked immediately following the game they will continue I'm sure all week especially among um, the Lions fans as someone who was watching the opponent um, and and understanding okay they're going to go on these and it's fourth and short fourth and two and fourth and three were the, the 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 calls that they didn't get you're talking about inside the 30 yard line of the opponent they didn't take the field goal opportunity from a 49ers perspective, in those moments, did you want the Lions going for it, or or was that the thing that you were most worried about? 
you didn't want them to go for it and get it, but getting a <laughs> okay. fourth, getting a fourth down stop is massive. Yeah. And it's it's probably a bigger negative for the Lions to not get the fourth down than it is to a benefit of kicking a field goal or getting the fourth down conversion, if that makes sense. So yep. that, is, that is to put it that, yeah, I, I don't know if they were the the correct calls. And then the the late game management in the fourth quarter as well, where the tight end, Ferkser, couldn't turn up field and get into the end zone. And then you run a play uh, and get stuffed trying to run the ball in the end zone. Now you have to call a timeout. And now that changes the whole end of end of the game. You, you have to be throwing the ball into the end zone or kick the field goal there and then try to get the ball back and score a touchdown the next time. So there's going to be questions for Dan Campbell about game management, but you live and die the, the way you played. So I, you know, I can't fault him too much. This isn't a Brandon Staley situation with those fourth down calls. Um, he'll take a little heat, but in the end, I think Lions fans will realize how great their season was and um, they'll have to go hunt for a new offensive coordinator. As we look forward here, this is a rematch. We saw this just a couple of years ago. Um, I know that this we're, we're fresh, like we're just less than an hour after the, the game finished here as we record this. Um, tell me why 49ers fans, NFL fans, people who are going to watch the Super Bowl for Taylor Swift, why it's going to be different this time than last time. Uh, because the 49ers have a finisher at quarterback. They have a quarterback that can had his chance last time, Mr. Manuel Sanders, and he didn't make those plays. And Kyle trusts. It's so clear that Kyle Shanahan trusts this quarterback Mm. more than his old Super Bowl quarterback as well. And I think it's a worse Chiefs football team, especially on offense and the weapons around Patrick Mahomes. So you know we've already seen prime Patrick Mahomes, but he also had Tyreek Hill. And if they don't hit the famous wasp call then do they even win that Super Bowl? And Tyreek Hill's not going to be out there. Travis Kelsey's not doesn't move as well as he did in 2019, even though he's still a really good player. Um, now they have a really good defense, but they had a good defense then as well. So um, I think it's a better 49ers offense, probably a worse 49ers defense, especially against the run. Uh, it's going to be a really good matchup. Uh, I can't wait to see what the odds makers say about it. I'm sure the odds are already out. I haven't had a chance to even look at those yet but um and a chance for the 49ers to go beat the boogeyman the guy that beat them in patrick mahomes so i love the rematch angle to this especially for those 49ers fans that have been looking for that sixth lombardi for almost 30 years now stay up to date all year on the 49ers by subscribing to locked on sports today and locked on 49ers on your favorite podcast app and on youtube thanks for making locked on sports today your first listen coming up are we just gonna rename the super bowl after patrick mahomes Okay, maybe not, but this doom seems to be here every year. Before we get to that, the Browns have a new man in charge of the offense. The NFL playoffs rage on, and now's the perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunity to increase your payout. The early point spread on the Super Bowl has the Niners favored over the Chiefs, San Francisco. Two and a half point favorites over Taylor Swift's team. You can combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlay is a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Cleveland Browns have hired former Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey to be their new OC. Dorsey replaces Alex Van Pelt, who served as Cleveland's offensive coordinator the past four seasons. Head coach Kevin Stefanski will retain the play-calling duties. The Browns are looking for a new voice for Deshaun Watson, as Van Pelt was also the quarterback's coach. Watson has played very little since the Brown acquired him, and when he has, he's been pretty bad. Quarterback rating of 41.9. The fact that the Browns are turning to a former quarterback of theirs to mentor their current quarterback, one of life's sweet ironies. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver is finalizing a contract's extension that is expected to take him through the end of the decade, according to reports. Silver has introduced a number of initiatives during his tenure as commissioner. The list includes the introduction of the play-in and in-season tournaments, player participation legislation, draft lottery reform that has disincentivized teams from racing to the bottom for top draft picks, and steadily rising franchise financial valuations. Don't underestimate that last one. The Phoenix Suns are in a bad way. Their latest loss comes at the hands of the Orlando Magic. This is Phil Frostenreich, the host of Locked On Magic. And the Orlando Magic just held the Phoenix Suns to six points over the final 10 minutes and 10 seconds of the fourth quarter. I want to repeat that because this is Phoenix Suns team with Devin Booker, who scored 44 points, with Kevin Durant, with Bradley Beal. They held the Phoenix Suns to to six points in the final 10 minutes and 10 seconds and 13 points total in the fourth quarter to take home a huge, huge win, a huge 113-98 win uh, here at the Kia Center before they head out on the road. Um, This is who the Magic want to be. At the end of the day, we could stress about the offense, and we should. It's a big thing holding this team back. But at the end of the day, what this Magic team needs to be is a team that that uses their defense to create their offense that leads with their defense, that is just incredibly difficult to, to get past, a team that grinds you down, a team that gets deflections and steals and generates offense off that defense. This is who the Magic want to be and have to be if they want to keep winning. And the Hawks narrowly escaped the Raptors. The Hawks snapped a four-game losing streak with this win at home on this Sunday evening. It was a roller coaster for sure. They led by the web for most of the fourth quarter. It was never lopsided. The Hawks were never in total control of the game. Almost had a all-time giveaway at the end of the game when Trey Young turned the ball over in the final seconds. But Sadiq Bey, um, following up a Trey Young missed floater at the buzzer to cap one of his best games of the season individually. He was very good in this one. And with the win, their 19th win of the season for the Hawks, 19-27. Home wins have been uh, elusive this year for Atlanta. Here is another story you need to know. If you're going to bet against the Kansas City Chiefs in the postseason, maybe just don't. 
Patrick Mahomes <laughs> now 2-0 and on the road in his playoff career. Four and a half point underdogs in Baltimore against the number one team in the AFC. Not really a problem. From the very beginning, the Kansas City Chiefs were in control in a game that ultimately ends 17-10, but frankly, it was not that close in Baltimore. Chris Clark from Locked On Chiefs joins me now. And Chris, it wasn't that the, the offense like found all of these new answers. Uh, it was that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are Hall of Fame players, and this defense played incredible. Which one of those jumps out to you more here? <laughs> Mahomes and Kelsey, I it's really hard to get past what they did on that first drive. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey laying out for the ball multiple times. Uh, his touchdown catch was phenomenal. The throw by Patrick was even better. Uh, it's really hard to take anything away from them. I'm not trying to take anything away from the defense, but Kelsey and Mahomes were on another level early on. And you have to wonder how much uh, the pregame stuff really got to Mahomes and, and Kelsey. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about that because I, I was tweeting about this during the game. It felt to me like the game was lost before it even started because they're trying to get in the face of the defending champs, trying to show, hey, we're big and bad and tough. And and to me, that went red flag, red flag, red flag. Not because you're going to annoy Patrick Mahomes, but because it, it actually projects weakness in a weird way because you're just like, you have to act braggadocious, which is just sort of masking the, the, the fear that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey put in you. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't understand what Justin Tucker was doing. Uh, that was, that was stupid pregame. Um, Kelsey wasn't going to have any of that. Mahomes wasn't going to have any of that. And I know that seems like such a small thing, but it's not like you're trying to make a statement at that point. And that is not the statement that you should be making. If you're the Baltimore Ravens, you feel comfortable about the game. And then you watch how it came out throughout the game. I'm not going to say the refs didn't miss penalties, but the pass, you know, the, the unsportsmanlike conduct, he led with his helmet. They're going to call that every single time. Uh, I mean, you're just going to be in situations and you get a taunting penalty. You take something from first and goal to 10, roughly, to first and 10 at 25, and then you fumble the ball a couple of plays later. It's just you cannot do that against this team, and the defense played out, out of their minds. Uh, to lose Willie Gay before the game and to be able to do what they did in this game was amazing. Do you Do you buy into some of these criticisms of, hey, if they'd have stayed more patient, maybe this would have been a different game for Baltimore? I think you have to look at it and say, if they would have stayed patient and started with the running game, uh, I mean, the biggest thing that went against the Ravens early on, and I can't remember exactly where the Ravens were time possession-wise, but the Chiefs had 15 minutes going into the second quarter. Yeah. Or, you know, in the first part of the second quarter. I don't remember what the Ravens' side was, but it was so lopsided early on. You didn't have sustained drives. You were throwing the ball, trying to take advantage of what you thought you could do. And you simply couldn't complete the ball, which gives you three and outs or stops the clock. And you're sitting there in a situation where you're just losing time of possession. And that kills you later in the game. We'll have plenty of time over the next couple of weeks to talk about Patrick Mahomes and his legacy. But at this early stage in his career, he has the chance to have three Super Bowls and two MVPs. And we're, we're, we're not even a decade into his young career. Uh, just like talk to me a little about Patrick Mahomes and and your impression of him. Like this, this seems crazy to me. It is crazy. And the one thing I will say about Mahomes and the thing that really sticks to me about this entire season is you, if you go back and you watch early on, it was okay. He's pressing. He's trying to make plays because the offense is struggling in the playoffs. He has stopped doing that. 
He said a couple weeks ago that he has learned that he needs to allow his defense to play football and not put them in bad situations. And that is exactly what he's done. And you can call him a game manager if you want to call him a game manager. But early on in this game, he was taking apart the, the best defense in the NFL, according to stats, and taking it to them. And then obviously the Ravens shifted and, and things changed a little bit. But he was still very productive early on. And then at the end of it, he just becomes a game manager and it's like, okay, I'll do enough to get the win, but that's all I really have to do. Stay up to date all year on the Kansas City Chiefs by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Chiefs on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the Ravens season. However impressive, the regular season is now a failure. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but let's just talk about being prepared. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical. Life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis and Viagra. Jace Medical has the Jace case. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and many others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been easier or more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code LOCKDOWN to get $20 off your order. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. The Ravens were on a trajectory that had some asking if this is one of the best seasons by a team ever. With how it all ended on Sunday, though, Locked On Ravens host Kevin Ostriker sees it as a failure. It just, it wasn't good enough. Lamar was making poor reads. He wasn't making plays. Now he had a couple of really spectacular plays, right? I'm not saying he didn't, but up to the standard that we've expected from Lamar based off of the year that he had, he's going to win the MVP in a couple of weeks. And these both seasons, 2019 and this one, we're not going to remember these years the way that we want because of the pure devastation of what the playoff failure was here. So I, I, I don't know. At, at this point, Lamar, in this moment, it was his first AFC Championship game. But again, if you were with me, if, if you're an everydayer on Locked on Ravens with me, you know what I was talking about. It was the Ravens early in the season. It was AFC Championship or bust. And I said that because, oh, well, you know, this team, they're going to have to go through some stuff probably. But they dominated for the entire season. This team was one of the best regular season Ravens teams we've ever seen by metrics. They were some of the best metric-wise in NFL history. And that, to me, 
it said, I said to me, look, you can have that expectation early in the season, but with the way they played, you can change that expectation. Anything other than a Super Bowl win was a bust because of how they played this year. The season was an abject failure because of how the Ravens played today. To me, this is one of the best examples of why the MVP should be a full season award, including the playoffs. Because at the end of the regular season, there are often discussions about players who may not be considered because they haven't come through in the postseason. And then you get to say, well, it's a regular season award. Why? Why? Why do we not include in an award called the most valuable player, the most important part of the season? It's not just Lamar Jackson's fault that the Ravens lost, but this is the second time he's been an MVP, as we expect him to be, and they've come up short, the number one seed in each of those seasons. Home playoff games come up short. We see it in basketball. Joel Embiid, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, guys who they win MVP awards and then you go, well, I want to see it in the playoffs. You can't win an MVP award again until we see it in the playoffs. Giannis wins two MVPs, comes up short in the postseason and you go, okay, well, you got to prove it. You got to prove it. These are conversations. We have mainstream conversations about the MVP. If we're going to care as much as we do about the postseason, and we should, and we're going to care as much about rings as we do, and we should, then it makes no sense that the MVP is a regular season award other than that's just how we've always done it. That's a really bad reason to do almost literally anything. And finally... The Detroit Tigers are taking cues from their Midwestern brethren, the Milwaukee Brewers, apparently. Last month, the Brewers signed top prospect Jackson Churio to an eight-year, $82 million contract before he ever had an at-bat at the major league level. On Sunday, the Tigers signed 22-year-old infielder prospect Colt Keith to a six-year contract that guarantees him just over $28 million. The strategy would appear to be to avoid arbitration oddities and gamble that the players will play far above their worth through the contract. It's also teams that just don't have a huge free agent draw. Teams don't want to go play in Detroit or Milwaukee. So when you have these guys, you have to take your shot. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, few have known heartbreak like Lions fans, and this season provided another entry into the Journal of Heartbreak. So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today. 